everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 128th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off during COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. This is the 86th episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing uh, talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Julie Berman, who's most recently a copywriting intern at BBH. You know, wasn't necessarily laid off, but at the end of the summer, the internship ended and now looking for another job in this interesting job market that's maybe making a little bit of a comeback, but really happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and get cracking, get talking. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe just tell everyone how you've been dealing with the last year. I know your internship just ended, but you know, personally as well, how this shit show of a year and a half is, has been. Well, it's it's been good. So uh, when it first started, you know, all of this, I was actually like finishing up my junior year of school. I was at University of Miami. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to have um, my internship at Wine Spectator. You know, it wasn't canceled. It was remote. So that was great. Um, I wasn't in the office, but I got to meet like the staff and I was able to see everyone at the magazine publication because I was able to in February with this like UM trip. And that was really cool, really amazing. I learned how to taste wine and all that. So I know how to swish properly and smell the tannins and all that. But that was my internship. I was honestly so busy. Like my I was very distracted, which was good. That was great. And then I was on TikTok a lot. So, you know, that helped me all those dances, creativity. And then I guess I always my brother and my sister, they're both younger than me. They're 19 will just turn 20 and 14 they both started like their own businesses they're both like young entrepreneurs ridiculous and I was like okay like I may not want to do my own startup but I love to create content and I was inspired so I created this like cards against humanity like COVID themed card deck and that was just really fun for me because I would think about like about what I would put on the card like along the way and like I have the deck right now it's on my website and I still want to go and like Get, get that printed out and like actually be able to play. So that would be fun. My brother started the cookie dough business and he put it on Uber Eats and everything. And he asked me for what I wanted to name it. And I said, Jane and John Doe, but he didn't want that. Just <laughs> ended up going with Doe 360. So I was like, okay, fine. Like I fought him on the name and he just wouldn't settle. So yeah, that's that. Um, but yeah, that's how I spent COVID. I mean, Nothing really changed that drastically like for me, thank God. But um, I got very much into screenwriting as well, which I wish I'd gotten into earlier while I was in school. I took it my last semester of my senior year and I had an amazing professor. Um, that was great. And I have like a couple of scripts now and I wanna be able to like produce them. I don't, I'll probably end up producing them myself, like iPhone shot, like I have no idea. But yeah, that's some of my interests, what I've been doing. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, TikTok and being a professional at understanding TikTok and the content and the platform is, is way more handy than you might know. So definitely keep that up. And then, yeah, screenwriting is a really interesting kind of side project, side hobby, especially as a writer, you know, that stuff is is great. Maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and how you ended up realizing you want to be an advertising, a copywriter specifically. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, my mom was actually telling me the other day that she would always take me to Toys R Us and, you know, Toys R Us, 
cool as hell when you're a kid. I mean, it still is. And she'd get upset because we'd always leave the store like empty handed because I, I don't know, for some reason I was never interested in the toys. And then one day, like she bought me a notebook, left it on the desk and she's like, okay, like she's a nerd. I don't understand her. She says I would write stories and I was never interested in toys that she wanted to buy me like this Barbie toy car set. And I don't know, I was just never interested in that. I was more interested in like sitting down, like reading books, writing stories, watching movies. I honestly don't know why. And then when I was little, like in elementary school, I'd always like think of scripts and like I would perform with my friends like during recess and I'd write like comics. I had like this whole series, like in fourth grade, I would do it with like the person sitting next to me. I don't, it was weird, but it was fun. I just, I've always loved to make people laugh. And I guess I've always liked to write stories since I was a kid. And then I always knew, you know, advertising, I knew it was about design and like concepting and I knew I, I enjoyed that and then when I found out there was copywriting I didn't know that was even the name for it I was like okay this is perfect this works for me so that's that's kind of how I got into it I, I started kind of late I was at the University of Central Florida I was there for two years and I only took like the gen eds and then I ended up transferring to UM and that's like when I really got into like the meat of everything so yeah yeah that's great I think writing as a hobby makes sense and turn it into a career in advertising. A lot of people, I mean, I was the same. And like you mentioned, didn't, didn't even know copywriting was a thing until you kind of fell into it. I don't know why. I feel like so many people just don't know it exists. Yeah. I think schools are just focused on become a doctor, learn to do math that you'll never need to do all these things that like don't really turn into careers, but I think they're slowly starting to realize they can, you know, open up their eyes and expose the children to, to much more. So hopefully advertising, whether it's writing, art direction, account, strategy, whatever it is, starts getting kind of taught or at least exposing the kids to it as a, you know, a little bit younger. More recognition. Exactly. Maybe mention, uh, you know, talk about your BBH internship. I know you interned there. Maybe what clients you worked on. Have you interned anywhere else? So I... I interned before BH, I was a spectator. And before that, I worked at this um, retail and then cruise ship management place called One Spa World. I was a marketing intern. And so at BBH, this was just now, um, it was me and a couple of other interns. And I worked with an art direction intern like most of the time. And that was really cool. Like all of the interns were amazing, like great to work with. Um, me and the art direction intern, we got to concept, you know, for Samsung and Bright House Financial, we learned a lot about 5G and 5G like seems you, you think you know what 5G is, but when you try to explain it to someone else, like besides just like LTE and all that stuff, it's much more complicated. And we learned about, you know, like annuities, Bright House Financial. I wrote um, some social copy for that. That was really fun. And then like at the end of the internship, like me and the interns, we put together this like what we learned, like wrapped up, you know, video. And that was really cool because I use like the intro from the Reservoir Dogs intro like to Quentin Tarantino. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and then like the leadership from BBH was just like insanely cool, like just amazing, like transparency, like down to earth. And I just I love that. It was a great time. Yeah, transparency is key. It's something that doesn't happen often, but it, it's, it's really important, especially these days when your employees want to know what's happening behind the scenes. They, they'd rather be told the truth, even if it's harsh, 
compared to, you know, kind of keeping things hidden and finding out the hard way. What, what would you say you're looking for in your next role? Something similar to BBH or bigger agency, smaller agency? Yeah, I would, I would say I'm looking just, you know, for mentorship, mentorship and someone to just, you know, be honest, be real with me, like, I guess, transparency and just, you know, a lot of motivation to create cool and impactful work. Right. And, and what are some of your best work qualities or skills? I would say that naturally, I, I would just say I'm a very curious person. I always have been. And then I also, I feel like I'm an, a very open-minded person. And if someone has like an issue or like doesn't understand like what you've written or what you've, you know, done, there's clearly like an issue there. And there's like no reason to be defensive about it because if there's like a hole in there, there's clearly like a need to, you know, fix it up, work on it. Cause I know a lot of people just get defensive and I think it's important to, you know, be all ears when someone doesn't understand it. I think that's like the most important sign. And then I guess I would say I'm, you know, a funny person. So I have a little bit of an edge, I guess. Um, but yeah, and I also don't like to give up. I like to get things and like, I don't care if someone tells me this is bad. I don't like that word. Like, I do not care. Like I will go back and change it a million times. Like, I know there's no harsh feelings. Like it's not personal. Like there's many reasons why someone doesn't like your work. It's just, it is what it is sometimes, you know? So yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, funny is good. Being funny helps, but but I think more importantly, understanding that nothing's personal. It's it's for the work. If someone comments on it, they're they're not being mean to you. They they want to make the work better. And understanding that as you're breaking into to your career is really important, and will will go a long way. So love love to hear that. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Um, yeah. So I actually did this um, wine spectator project. And it was for uh, my school's communications program. And so it was just a brief to create like any communications project about wine and cheese. And so it was really fun for me because I did it solo and it was like a copy heavy project because I decided that. And I found that the deadline was due the day after. So like I found out about it, let's say today, due tomorrow. So I literally only had a little more than 24 hours. And so I was just like, okay, like I'm really terrified, but I'll do it anyway. Cause I had to come up with like these cheese fortune cards. That was my idea. And so I thought of all like the little notes on the cheese fortune cards and I designed them, mocked them up. I don't know, you know, me and Photoshop are just not buddies. Like me and Illustrator, I just, it sends me, it's chaos. So I got that done. That was really fun. And then I laid everything out beautifully onto a magazine layout because Wine Spectator, it's a magazine publication. And so that was really fun for me. And I actually ended up winning the scholarship, which I did not expect because it was like a freak out, like the whole thing I took, ugh, it was it was so fun, but like I crammed and it was amazing and I, and I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. That's awesome. Seems like you're good under pressure, which again is another skill set that that's pretty important in this industry. I hate that I do it to myself, but it always works until the time it doesn't. So that's what I fear. <laughs> now keep, keep it going. If, you, if you're good under pressure, maybe that's a, a little skill you don't know about. And I know you said maybe you and, and the Adobe Suites don't get along too well, but you're able to navigate them on your own. So that's still impressive. Yeah, I, I would say I know the basics. Like I can do mock-ups. I, I, I know the basics, just like I can't do a lot of intricate 
stuff. But yeah. Knowing the basics is enough, especially as a writer. You can at least put basic things together to to give art directors or other people like a idea of what you're thinking. And then of course can lean on them to, to bring it to life. Yeah, I can make amazing mood boards. <laughs> hey, goes a long way. Tell me about the Addy that you won at Miami. And was that part of like an advertising club or something? Yeah, so it was for the American Advertising Federation. And so we have this class at UM called um, Advanced Campaigns and you're paired with an art director, like copywriter, art director, you're paired. And the brief was to create a technology that wouldn't have been possible three years ago. And so we actually ended up winning uh, an Addy for both projects that we did. One of them was to create a, a Bluetooth built-in mic and speakers mask. And so we created the video, we did a mock-up of what the product would look like. And um, we did also like this thing called Tesla caution cam that um, someone who's driving and like there's a facial recognition detection in the car, if they detect like a regular movement with your, like just like um, your face, it'll alert the paramedics and you know pull over the car to the side. And we ended up winning, we submitted our projects and we ended up winning an Addy for each, a silver. And that was like my first, you know, recognition in the industry. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Love that. And student competitions are a great way to start getting noticed. What, what would a company be getting if they did hire you full-time? Um, I would say they would be getting someone that asks a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Uh, someone who's funny, you know, interested in making great work, highly motivated, ambitious. Uh, and I would just say like a nice person, pleasant person to be around. All again in this industry, good to good to be someone that people want to work with because late nights, long hours, you know, you definitely want to have a, a good team around you. What do you do in your spare time outside of advertising or writing? Um, I like to do a lot of rollerblading and running. I used to be like good at running, sort of, but I haven't done it in a long time. Uh, rollerblading, let's see. Um, I guess just hang out with family and friends. I'm a very like relaxed person. I like to read, of course, uh, and then just watch a lot of movies. I like to rate the movies sometimes on that like movie rating app. Maybe I'll go viral one day for one of my ratings, but I probably won't, but yeah. Awesome. The last question for me is if there's a dream client, brand, someone you want to give a little shout out to. Um, well, first, uh, BBH, shout out. Love you guys. Um, I think I'm a little bit biased, but I love David Miami and Gut. Like I just, every time they put out new work and it's very often that they put out work it just like impresses me every single time like they just they never fall short like they're always on top of everything that's going on and their campaigns are more than just advertising like they're just like interesting stuff interesting work so I just that's something that I feel like would always keep me on my toes and just excites me I mean both of those agencies are awesome do you want to stay in Miami with those two or you're willing to relocate I I would stay here. I would relocate. I'm looking at New York, Boston, and then just, yeah, I guess down here in Miami. Awesome. I mean, thanks so much for putting yourself out there, hopping on and, and doing something like this. 
Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, I would say through my email or LinkedIn. Cool. And I'll tag all that information when I post this in a few weeks. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's a wrap for the 128th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry. And now you can also check out these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks so much.